Hey, what's up, guys? Fig and Dish here. Hey, how you guys doing? Another night, another podcast. Uh, here to talk about a few things. How was your day today, Dish? Uh, kind of busy. You know, nice. Same old shit. How about yours? Same old shit. Same old shit. Different day that ended in Y. <laughs> so uh, pretty much what I want to talk about right away is, uh, did you hear about the El Paso shooter's mom? No. Uh, it's coming forward. It said that she actually gave a phone call to the police uh, a week in advance to the shooting because she was concerned that her son, uh, for how, for how young he was, having a, a weapon that uh, was almost a duplicate of an AK-47, concerned her. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, uh, there's probably more to that phone call. I mean, because who does that? Like, if your son comes home with a gun, and he's a good kid. I mean, you're gonna question it, but I mean. Unless you have like some kind of suspicion of what he might be doing with it, why why would you call the police, right? Exactly. So obviously the mom knew something was going on. So they're they're investigating it. But what ha- what what's happening is that they're saying that the mom called. She called in, uh, to the police department to to report her son about owning this gun, and that uh, they didn't identify themselves, and the uh, police took it as a notice of information. Wow. Which is not, uh, uh, I guess, enough or has enough value to, uh, to withhold uh, something that needs to be investigated. But that sounds crazy. Yeah. So I, 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 I heard somebody making a bomb. Yeah, exactly, too. It's not like a random person. It's the person's mother. Mom. I Come mean, on. just wouldn't someone that has, like taking responsibility or trying to do their job right? Or maybe it just violates laws. I don't well, know. I mean, because that's... Into it, right? Well, you know, that's what the police are always doing. There's always some kind of law. They're like lawyers, and our lawyers are fighting them. Or they, there's things they try to avoid. So who knows how this works? But oh, it's law, but not when they're shooting people. I I would have investigated it. If I was the police, I would have went over to this kid's house and said, hey, why do you have this gun, and why is your mom calling us with concern? Exactly. You know? Yeah, Owning an AK-47 assault, assault style rifle. Um why would his mom call the police? A lot of people buy these guns. A lot of people have AKs. I know people that have AK-47s. AK-47s. Russian AK-47s. I would never tell anybody, authorities or not, who they are because these are good people that I know. But I've seen them shoot them in their backyards and in the sky. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, yeah. your own mom calling on you, I mean, that should be like straight out red light for the cops. Yeah, right. They should have done like, something. They should like at least. I mean, come on, like it's not like yeah, they, they, don't, and they, and they didn't unanimous. identify themselves. Yeah, what they didn't identify. Sense? But like, like, come on, who calls the police station and gives them information? It seems like if you just call the police station asking like questions, they're gonna ask you to identify yourself. Yeah. I don't know. It all sounds kind of weird. We'll see what comes up in the following days. But um, yeah, I mean, with that being said, uh, you know, um, that's that. There, there's there's more to it. There's more to it. And um, um, until we figure that out, I mean, because, you know, the shooters, uh, he's in jail, right? The El Paso guy is in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. So he'll be questioned, um, you know, and, and see what we can figure out from there. It doesn't matter, though, because regardless of, you know, whether or not what they figure out now, he already did what he did. We can't, nothing, nothing that happens after this is going to bring back the people's lives that were lost or change the lives of the people that were affected by the ones that were lost. Yeah. Right. That's true. 
Amos, Texas. I mean, they got they uh, got to eventually put this guy to death, right? He's got to get the death penalty. Hang his ass. Hang his ass. Yeah, that seems right. I mean, it's funny how the law works. I mean, it's obvious to everyone what he did, yet there's going to be some guy that's getting paid a nice amount of salary mm-hmm. in a suit, red face, total alcoholic, that's representing <laughs> this kid, you know, his PD, his public defender, or his attorney, whatever he decides to do. And he knows he's wrong. You know what I mean? But he's going to go up there and he's going to act like Tom Cruise and Cocktail and be cute and flamboyant and uh, try to prove why uh, this kid is insane or blah. It's it's all act, people. It's a joke. It's for money. He could care less of what happens. The only thing he cares about is that he's involved in his case. The lawyer I'm talking about. And his name is out there now. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. Just put it out there and... And become a partner or something, you know? Something. That's crazy, bro. I mean, I, I don't understand law. So I don't ever like to get involved, good or bad. I don't want to ever be a cop or anyone I know like closely to ever be a cop. I just I don't like those guys. Some of them are cool. Some, Some of them, of them are, cool. are cool. Some of them are cool. I hate but that most back. of them are assholes. They're dicks. And even the one, the cool ones still got their asshole side. But, uh, no, I mean, they're just doing their job. But Yeah, there's a lot of times that they... Uh, from what we see and you know what's happening on mainstream social media and stuff, there are definitely a lot more things that that say cops are negative and bad, and we need to watch them. But cops do so much good stuff every day, day in day out. Yep, there are a lot, lot, a lot. It's not even a comparison to how many good cops there are out there uh, compared to the bad ones. Yeah, I would have to agree on that one. Well, yeah, I mean that's, that's what people film. Here, that's yeah. what people film. Yeah. I mean, we see you. You drive every day. You know, yeah. you commute every day. You're out there on the road every day. You see cops pulling people over all the time. Do you ever feel that there's a need to pull over and pull out your phone to record? No, because you that's everyday jobs. But that's why people record, because there's stuff that does happen where they do feel like they need to record. Yeah. You know, that, and that's, and that's um, you know, something I want to point out is, yeah, you just, you see cops doing everyday stuff, doing their jobs. So a lot more uh, good that cops do, police. Than um, than the bad ones we see on social media, that's for sure. So I take that back. <laughs> uh, I've in my life, you know, um, I've always been on cops. I just yeah, been been around to help. You know, whether it's for traffic patrol or something you had happen to you, like a blood on the freeway or an accident. They've always been cool. Um, but I've also had my my rare experiences, like with the cops that are dicks, when I have nothing to do with anything, like just the guy's patrolling traffic and just like goes, you know, stretches his ball skin as far as he can, and just is like, you know, let's see where I can go. Oh yeah, or trying to pick a fight or yeah, something. It's I, weird. I, I ran into both. Yeah, you know, kind of I, I've usually, uh, I've usually run into like the, the better kind. If yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, like where I, you know, I used to walk to work, to the bus, to the train station, and stuff like that, and. I've gotten pulled over just for profiling, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, but then uh, pulled over again by different cops for a different, uh, you know, same thing, profiling. And the cop that pulled me up before, before, you know, has been like, oh, no, this ain't the guy, you know, like they know me. Like you get to know these cops and getting pulled over more and more profiling, but that's just your job, you know? And I, I mean, most people would hate on it. I don't because I realize, you know, People are just doing their jobs. They choose to be this way. I mean, they not choose to be this way. They choose that job for a certain reason. You know, it may be easier or whatever. But um, 
like, you know, I'm just saying, you know, like, they're just doing their job. You know, yeah, absolutely. I, I have to agree. Um, but also besides uh, moving on from that is the El Paso, as El Paso, with all the shootings and everything that's happened, Donald Trump has said that he wants to make a visit down to El Paso to show, uh, I guess, you know, you know. To piss everyone off? Yeah, exactly what they're thinking. But, you know, he wanted to show his condolences down to the people. But, um, yeah, I mean, you're on the right track of what I'm, why I'm bringing this up. Because El Paso, a lot of the people, a lot of the main people that are in charge of Vernet City and their, their uh, mayors and city council and uh, their important locals, they don't want them there. El Paso does not want Trump to visit um, their city. They don't want his apologies, his sympathy. They say simply it's too soon. And he may be the cause of it. I mean, uh, you know what? You know, it? you know, Nene, uh, to say that Donald Trump is the cause of it is kind of not clear. But yes, yes, Dish, you you're on your do it. Well, no, he doesn't have anything to do with it. He is saying someone has something to do with something means that Donald oh, Trump yeah. made a oh, phone yeah, call. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Would say that, but his, but his, his, he influenced it. He influenced it is a better way. Yes. That's a better way of saying things because this kid supposedly was motivated by. The the ground the growing population of Latinos, Hispanics, Mexicans, whatever you want to say, brown people, uh, in Texas, and so he was from Allen, Texas, correct, yes. and went down to El Paso and and did the shooting, and um, now um, with Donald Trump wanting to show his sympathy, you know, I mean, El Paso is part of America; it's it's part of the country that he's the president of. It would only seem appro- it would only seem appropriate. For him to go down there and uh, you know shed his condolences, but the people don't want him, and and it's and it's like kind of like you said, it's not the exact point, but yes, his whole anti-immigration um, laws and ICE, um, you know, police enforcement that he's he's uh, enforced is definitely um, a smack in the face, kind of like a neglection towards Latinos, and so with El Paso being what is it like ninety-six percent. Yeah, Mexican American, Latino, whatever you want to call it, uh, are kind of and and then from what the motive uh, that that this kid uh, was motivated by to cause the shooting is it's kind of hand in hand for what he kind of represents. You know, um, many people would disagree, but kind of you know what people say he represents and what happened in El Paso. It, it makes sense for these people not to want want him there, right? Yeah, exactly, because it just proves how how blind. These, these people are, I mean, complain about the growing population of Hispanics and Mexicans in Texas. I mean, Texas was Mexico before it was the States. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I mean, but just, uh, I mean, I mean, but I mean, you're, I mean yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, you're they're speaking, already there. Yeah, you're already there. You're speaking facts. But now we're just talking about what Trump's done, because I, I'm sure that any other president like Bill Clinton, exactly. maybe even George Bush, but any other president kind of before or Barack Obama, uh, especially would not have been um, turned down. His invitation would not have been turned down. So it's just, it has nothing to do, I don't think, with the history of Texas being, you know, uh, Mexico. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's no, there's, there are a lot of Mexican Americans, Mexicans there. That's why the, the shooter was motivated to go down to a pastor and do this for what he believed in or what he was motivated by. But yeah, it's uh, definitely a, a Trump thing that, 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 um, it's been um, since he's been uh, in the office, you know. It's uh, you know, this whole Mexican um, 
immigration law and build the wall and it's just just like everything else that's gone wrong. But yeah, uh, I don't think that the U.S. and um, the Texas state of U.S. being Mexico in the past has anything to do with it now. It's just what what, what uh, Donald Trump kind of represents. Yeah, I'm not saying that that has anything to do with it now. I'm just saying that what what Trump was saying affects what it made the reason for what they were what they were doing. But I mean, the the I'm going with the shooters with the shooters like the growing population of Hispanics. And and uh, Latinos in Texas, I mean, they're already there. We're, we're growing. No, it's definitely a lot bigger now. I mean, yeah, it was bigger when it was Mexico, but a lot, so there, there, there 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 were a lot of people that stayed, but then there were a lot of people that left. So it's a lot of the population now. They're speaking today about just there's there's more people coming now. Just like LA, LA was Mexico before, but there's there now there's more immigrations. You know, illegal people living here than there were as was ever before. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So same thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and uh, you know, also with that in mind, there was a guy from Missoula, Missoula, Montana, Army veteran. Uh, uh, this guy was a uh, a former vet, Army vet, and attacked a thirteen year old boy because he refused refused. To remove his hat during the anthem, and um, uh, he he the this army vet has suffered a brain injury before. You know he has some he you know he has some kind of brain injury, <laughs> but uh, he he asked the boy to remove his hat during the anthem, and the boy cursed him out. So he picked him up by the throat and slammed him on the ground. Justified, and he said it's because uh, when when the uh, the soldier. The ex-army soldier with brain damage was asked why he did this. He says, it's because my chief and officer would want me to do it. So okay. pretty much was saying okay. <laughs> it's what Donald Trump would want him to do, and that's why he acted the way he did. It's because this 13-year-old boy failed to remove his hat during the anthem in Montana. <laughs> because Trump said so. But, yeah, uh, just, just you know what I mean? it's that's, that's the same thing we're talking about, the kind of person – that Trump is and the thing he's the things he says, I mean, I don't know him personally, other than he's a president of the United States. Would I want to meet him? No, I could care less. Uh, but it's the things that he stands for, the things he says. I mean, this guy's obviously had a brain injury, so he's probably not hundred percent mentally stable. But it's the kind of stuff that Trump Trump influences. Not to say that he he does he influences everything bad or everything. It's just uh, you could you could slam someone in the neck, or slam someone by their throat and pick them up and slam them down, or uh, tell someone to speak English in a market because this is America. It, because Trump said so. Right? Yeah. Be funny, right? Pick up that piece of trash because Bill Clinton said you would have to do that. I'm gonna attack you. <laughs> but uh. Onto local news, uh, Long Beach Nile, West Nile, was found in Long Beach. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they found some mosquitoes that had, had a disease. So um, if you're out there by the water, especially even the ocean, there, there's mosquitoes there. People don't realize that. They think that the ocean is a place to go, but there's actually a lot of bugs around there. A lot of mosquitoes. 
uh, if you go by a lake, uh, especially a lake, because a lot of that water, not like the ocean, is not always like this big, massive water that's always constantly moving. A lot of the uh, lake water uh, stays in place for a while. So it's more of a place, you know, where, where you, know, you know, mosquitoes are, you know, tend to be around. So wear long sleeves, even though it gets hot and stuff, uh, cover up because you don't want to get bit by a mosquito with West Nile because that could be all bad. Oh, yeah. People die from that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's dangerous, man. I mean, I, I've I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it. I don't know exactly how. Uh, oh. Uh, how people um, get sick and die from this, but uh, I don't know. It seems like you get a fever, like a really bad fever. I think it just pretty much breaks your immune system down. But um, you know, with that being said, I you know you do suffer. <laughs> so uh, I mean, be safe out there. It's kind of scary. I don't think this is the first time. I think like maybe four years ago, there was a bird, a uh, duck at Cerritos Park, that was dead. And they tested it, and it also had West Nile. So it's definitely around here, you guys. If you think that because uh, you live in Southern California and you're getting ripped off on your rent or your house mortgage that you're you're special, you're not. <laughs> yeah. So uh, make sure you cover up. Use bug repellent, especially for your kids. They're, uh, you know, they're still growing up and developing their immune systems, which are probably stronger than ours anyways. But, you know, yeah, just go the extra steps. It's not going to hurt. Uh, Long Beach to host a day of free music. A lot of free stuff coming up in Long Beach, or not free stuff, but a lot of things to do in Long Beach. Um, it's going to be a day of music on August 25th, I believe, is a Sunday. Uh, they're going to be doing free, free music in the Safaria, Safari, yeah, Safaria District. S A V E R I A. Safaria? Safaria? Yeah. Safaria District, which is basically east of Anaheim, all the way to PCH. And uh, lots of vet. And um, and uh, lots of veteran garage and punk bands are going to be playing that. Um, the, there's going to be a lot of different venues that are um, holding, you know, the music and performances. And there's actually going to be a, uh, two trolleys that are going to be taking everyone to these venues for free. So nice. it's part of Hap if you want if you want to look more into it, go to HappySundaysLBC.com and you can get more information exactly where those trolley pickups are and how much each place is going to be that's charging. But uh, it's a lot of things going on. So basically, the venues that are holding it are Alex's Bar, uh, Analog Records, um, Bamboo Club, D Piazza's, Iguana Kelly's, Long Beach Playhouse, Red Leprechaun, and Supply and Demand. And uh, Ashtanga Yoga, I believe, is another place that's holding the events. So, I mean, get out there, check it out. Um, they're going to have some good bands. Um, off the top of my head, though, I remember Suburban Lawns. You remember them? Yep, old kind of old. I don't know. I don't know if you want to call them punk rock, kind of punk-ish, I guess. Uh, they're actually from Long Beach, though. Suburban Lawns is from Long Beach, and they're reuniting. And their name's not Suburban Lawn no more. They're reuniting now as Suburban John. <laughs> so all this starts at one p.m. Like I said, go to HappySundaysLBC.com to figure out the rest of the details. But that's going to be happening. A uh, good time for all you people that live in Long Beach or around to get out and enjoy some music and uh, have a good time. It uh, should be good. should be all right. Also, some other things that are happening this weekend is a jazz festival is happening on Sunday. These are things that are happening from uh, 8, 9 to 8, 11. So that will be this weekend. Jazz festivals on Sunday. 
Uh, 32 year running jazz festival. You know the ones that play at the park and stuff. You've seen them before, yeah, those, right? Yeah, yeah. So they'll be at the Rainbow Lagoon Park, and uh, it's going to be kind of a whole festival where they got their kind of own show going. And there's going to be healthy food vendors. But uh, if you want to have the, uh, if you like jazz and sugar, you're you're allowed to bring your own stuff. You can bring your own uh, lunch basket or whatnot, picnic lunch. That uh, should be good. So get down there and check that out if you're into jazz. Also, the Queen Mary uh, event grounds are going to be doing the Dale uh, Fuego, Fuego, Dale Fuego on Saturday. That's like uh, Dish's favorite kind of music, reggaeton, right, Dish? Oh, shit. So there's going to be some reggaeton music. Uh, it's actually a big thing. This is a pretty big event. It's actually coming to uh, the Queen Mary event grounds, which is big because they just did like that once upon a thing in Long Beach. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna be doing some good things. So uh, that should be good. Um, uh, yeah, good for the people of Long Beach. So if you like reggaeton, uh, I'm not a big fan, but if you like that kind of stuff, um, get out there and check it out. Also, uh, it's going to be happening at the psych, the, the psychic temple. They're going to be hosting fragrances, doing a blending bar, which is basically like fragrances and, um, you know, where they have like colognes and perfumes and doing all that kind of stuff. That should be good though. I mean, uh, I'm not big. <laughs> 